Clients On Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about loneliness, specifically entrepreneurial loneliness, and why it seems to be the case that running an online business can become very isolating and become very tough. What you're trying to do when you're building an online business is difficult enough to begin with. I mean, just from like a strategic perspective, there's so much to learn and so much to figure out. How do I market my business? What should I charge? You know, What kind of uh, customers should I be going after? How should I structure my business? How should I structure my setup? There's all these things, these mental challenges that you need to figure out. And those challenges can keep people stuck for a long time. But what we find really derails people, really, is the emotional challenges that come up. And one of the biggest emotional challenges that comes up for most people who are trying to build a business or especially build a business online is this loneliness. And it's not just about being isolated from other people. When you're working on your computer, you're working online, you know, you're just naturally, you're not, you're not around a lot of other people. But I want to talk about it at, at an even deeper level where fundamentally you feel like nobody gets you. And fundamentally, you feel like nobody gets what you do. And we want to just come on and talk about that today because it is such a critical problem. And if you don't know how to deal with it and how to overcome it, it can sabotage your business and steal your peace of mind and steal your happiness even when you're having success at other stuff where you can have the money pouring in, but it'll feel completely empty. And so you've got to have this fundamental foundation in your life that allows you to build something incredible without sacrificing your your closest friendships and your closest relationships. Yeah, I think you can look at it on like two sides of the scale, right? You have one side where maybe you're just starting out, right? Like you're just starting to create an online business and you could be sharing it with people in your life. And if they don't really have any kind of context of what it's like to run an online business, it's really easy for naysayers, even if like you're saying, they they love you and they want you to do well, their limiting beliefs or their view of what an online business is to get in your head. Right. Right. And then the opposite side of the scale, let's say you've been at it for a little while or maybe even just a short while, but you're experiencing some success That's also kind of strange because sharing the kind of success and the lifestyle that you get to have from having an online business also has people kind of like roll their eyes like and not believe it and and in disbelief. And it creates some disconnection if you're not feeling like you have people in your life where you can reach out to and talk about this, um, you know, this kind of business or this kind of lifestyle because it's so outside of someone's realm of possibility to to have the kind of success that's available online while working from your laptop or traveling the world or what have you. Right. So I think let's just deconstruct that a little bit, Jane, because that's like a really good point. Most people's income is connected to their time. 
mm-hmm. where I work X amount of hours and I make X amount of money, right? Or if you're on salary at a job, I you know show up, I work nine to five, Monday through Friday, I get paid $60,000 a year or $70,000 a year or something like that. And that is just something that is so baked into the way that normal people think about their lives, where most people just think, well, if I want to make more money, I need to get a better job. Or mm-hmm. maybe I'll go to my boss and you know I've been working here for a year or a year and a half, and then maybe they'll give me a 1% or 2% raise. And it's just, that's the limits that define your reality. And so when you're creating an online business, right? You know, if you're structuring it properly, what you're doing is disconnecting your income from your time so that those two things are no longer connected in such a linear way like they are for normal people. You work X amount of hours, you make X amount of money. Uh, you know, Whatever it is that you have for sale, whether it's a book or a coaching program or a service or something, you begin to sell that service or sell that product and the money comes in. And depending on how involved you are in the delivery of whatever it is those people bought, you may find yourself in a position where if you're, especially if you're structuring it well, structuring it properly, that delivering what those people bought, delivering tremendous value to your clients and to your customers doesn't really take a lot of time on your part. So that's the first thing is that that all of a sudden you may have a day where, well, I was on vacation and we made $30,000 that day, or I was on vacation and I made $5,000 that day. And it's like, even, even internally, it still feels weird. It feels weird all the time. And if it feels weird to you, it's going to feel weird to everyone else in your life too. And so that fundamental disconnect is something that most people just are not going to get. They're not going to understand how your income can be disconnected from your time. And then the other thing that you can do when your online business is structured properly is that you can scale your income without having to like ask for a raise or without having to whatever. Like so for example, if let's just say that for every, you know, dollar you're spending on Facebook, for example, in Facebook advertising or YouTube advertising, you're making $5 back or $10 back or $15 back. Well then now you spend $2 and now you're making $30 back and then you spend $3 and you're making $90 back. And so your income begins to scale, not proportionally with the time you're spending, but proportionally with like the advertising you're investing or or whatever it might be. And so then you go, okay, well, if I'm spending $10,000 a month to make $100,000, well, what if I spent $20,000 to make $200,000? And then can I do that? And how hard is that? And so what happens is you've got a position where not only is your income disconnected from your time, it's totally disconnected from the normal limits of what normal people have to go through to get a raise or to get a promotion. You promote yourself you can create more money just by either rolling out more offers or delivering your offers more efficiently or raising your price or spending more on advertising. Now you have all these different ways that you could begin to magnify your income. And so when people see what that really looks like, it's just like they shut down. They just can't. It's like like you're speaking to them in another language. They just don't understand what you're saying. Right. So that in and of itself can be really lonely because you'll go to the closest people in your life and you'll say, Hey, look, I did this or I did that. Or, you know, my business did this much or I made this much today. And you'll be super excited and they'll be excited for you because they love you. But fundamentally, they're going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you, you should see it in their eyes. You yeah, know, well, you should share about your dad, actually, because you'd been doing this business for what, three, four years. And he is your biggest champion. But right. he didn't understand it till like last year, when we were all hanging out together. Like, yeah, really I think it. I mean, he he So my dad's a really successful guy. He's a financial advisor. He has a great business. But like for years, I was doing this and I would kind of explain to him what was going on or, you know, even the strategies I was using that weren't working very well. Like, oh, I was doing a launch or I was doing this or I was doing that. And he just did didn't really 
get his head around what it was that we did. And I think he didn't really understand it until one day, you know, to surprise him for his birthday, like a year ago, we booked a private jet to go to Hawaii and he got to be there on the plane while Jane, you and me and Mark and the rest of our team were planning out our stuff and just watching us work. That's when he was like, okay, I really get what it is that you do now. Right. But even then, you know, we'll hang out every time we hang out. He's just like, I have, I don't, I don't get how you guys are. You, you grew your business as fast. Like, I don't know. He understand says, how but I you're do. so lucky to have Jane and Adrian. That's what I tell him. I said, oh, it's all Jane, basically. <laughs> I just, you know, I hired the right people, and it's all good. So, so that right there can be isolating, okay? And and those are for the people that really, really love you and and, and really, really support you. But unfortunately, there's an even darker thing that can happen, which is most people, and and this is just a sad fact. Most people will fight to defend their comfort zone. Mm. And so when we encounter someone who is living a life that seems uh, you know, incomprehensible to us, right? there's really two ways we can deal with it. The one way to deal with it is to go, you know what? I really love this person and I care about this person and I'm super inspired by what they're doing. And I'm going to look at what they're doing and I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to let that inspire me and I'm going to work harder and, and I feel great and I love that person. I'm going to support that person. Right. But unfortunately, that's the way we react maybe like 5% of the time. <laughs> the other 95%, we look at what someone's doing and we go, F them. You know, who are they? Who are they to do this? Who are they to, you know, succeed? What are they doing? You know, what's the dark side? What's the, what's the, you know, shady stuff or whatever that they must be doing? And so rather than uh, support that person, we can either go into active resentment or jealousy, or we can kind of just distance ourselves because every time you hang out with that person, it's a reminder that you're not where you want to be. And I've actually been on that side of things. Like when I was, when I was, you know, trying to do acting in Los Angeles, I was trying to do, be an actor for like 10 years. I was really working my ass off and hustling hard and my career just wasn't going anywhere. And it was something that had been my dream for my entire life. I found it really difficult to hang out with my friends who were successful. And it wasn't that I didn't love them. And it wasn't that I didn't want the best for them. It was just every time I was around them, it was a reminder of the fact that I wasn't making it. Yeah. And it sucked. And so these are the kinds of, of ways that people can respond to your success, even if they really care about you, where either they just won't get it or they do get it, but it just makes them uncomfortable and they just check out. And so when you couple that with the fact that you know you are not going to an office every day, you are working on your laptop, you are working on your computer, you are working online, like it can really be devastating for you psychologically, especially if you're someone who's kind of more of an extrovert where you draw a lot of strength and a, and a lot of support from the people that are around you. Oh man, this can absolutely sabotage you where you begin to find a little bit of success and then everyone around you changes and you look at the way they're responding and you just go, oh man, do I even want this anymore? And that's a real tragedy because it can stop you from giving your best gifts to the world if you don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. I love what you're saying. Your example when you're an actor is that people don't even realize that they're doing that, like creating that that resistance. You know, we've talked about this before on other shows where oftentimes, you know, people can respond two different ways when they see some kind of success. Right. They see some kind of success and one person can be really inspired by it and excited by it and juiced by it. But unfortunately, a lot of people go the other direction where they see that success and they're like, I can't be with that. Or I'm really glad they can do that, but I can never do that. And that'll never be me. And so what happens is that they start feeling bad, you know, in the face of that resistance around it. And then they just start pulling back and you really have very little control over that. You might have some influence by the way you show up with the people in your life around it. 
But the key is, is that you have to be intentional as an entrepreneur of creating a sphere of influence by creating a tribe of people or creating, you know, an environment around you that is really going to be uplifting and that is somewhat above where you are, you know, because we tend to be like who we surround ourselves with. And if you don't have a group of people that are calling you to be bigger and more, you start to just kind of stagnate a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, social media actually is making things a lot worse, believe it or not, because yes, it's supposed to be connecting us and it and it is connecting us in the way that like, oh, what about so and so that I heard about in high school? Are they still alive? Well, let me look that person up. Oh, they're doing good. You know, so you, right, you can you can reach people that you couldn't reach before. You can find people that you couldn't find before. But let me tell you something, man. There's two big problems with social media. The first one is that it creates echo chambers right? Where you will read certain things in your newsfeed and you'll click that like button or you'll like them or subscribe or whatever it is or favorite it or whatever it is. And so the social media platform you're on and all of them operate this way, will go, oh, well, Jane likes that one thing. Let me show her more of that. And because we tend to like things that we agree with, what happens is you keep getting fed just more and more and more stuff that you already agree with and that doesn't challenge you. So you create this artificial <laughs> echo chamber for yourself where it's like, oh, you're just surrounded by all these people that think you know a certain way. But then the, the bigger problem is that there is a savageness and a meanness to the way that people talk to each other online where I see people say things to each other that they would never say. Never say in person. Billion years. And you can see it like with the simplest things. Someone posts, oh, I, I, you know, I love Hillary Clinton or, oh, I love Donald Trump or, oh, I love, you know, whomever. And right away in the comments, well, you must be an idiot or you must be this or you must be that. And it's just like, holy shit. No one would say that to you in a coffee shop <laughs> or up to dinner. In a billion years. And, and, so, and so what that means, guys, is that when you take all these forces that we're talking about and you sort of put them together where your success automatically begins to challenge people, right? Number one. And then number two, most people will fight to defend their comfort zone, right? Because they don't like it to be challenged. And then number three, most people live in an echo chamber. And number four, most people are really kind of dicks online. It, <laughs> honestly, I mean, it's true. And you find yourself with this sort of like perfect storm of every single time you see somebody trying to do something extraordinary, there's someone out there trying to tear them down. And and again, it, you know, so if that's what's happening to you in your online life, and then in your personal life, you might be surrounded by people who love you, but they just don't get what you're doing. It's incredibly isolating and inc- incredibly lonely. You know, Sarah follows this blog called. Um, she really likes. It. It's called um, Sarah, my wife. If you guys don't know who Sarah is, I think it's called Barefoot Blonde or something like that. And then it's just this like really sweet mom and she has her kids and they like travel around and then like take pictures of themselves traveling and stuff like that. And it's just like this really kind of nice, like wholesome, cool blog where she's like, I'm going to travel around and take pictures of my kids and stuff. And the freaking hate that people leave in the comments is unbelievable. Like, oh, look at this bitch, blah, blah, blah. You know, I noticed you're taking a lot of pictures with your one son. You must be neglecting your other son. And it's like, (laughs) I swear to God. And it's just people just like projecting their own you know, BS onto this person. Who and has it's time just, to be mean to someone else online? <laughs> right. It's like, it's who has time to sit around and just be mean, but people do. I know. Um, anyway, the point is, guys, is like, if you begin to venture forth 
and you begin to try to create the life or the, the business that you want, immediately there's going to be pushback from the outside world. And it could be pushback from just normal idiots and trolls online. You're definitely going to run into that for sure, 100% guaranteed. But even more, you know, it can be the people that, that love you very, very much and that care about you very, very much. They just either don't get it or they're so, their minds are so blown that all they can do is withdraw. And so that just leaves you in this place where you know, you've know you got all these things you need to figure out. You need to figure out your strategy. You need to figure out the marketing. You need to figure out what you're offering. You need to figure out advertising and, and all this like just very intellectually challenging stuff. right? You got that weighing on your brain. But then weighing on your heart is this isolation that you feel where the closest people to you, they kind of just don't get it. And then the people that you don't even know are taking shots at you for no reason other than the fact that you're doing something worthwhile. Yeah. So I think the solution to that, number one, is you have to have rock solid beliefs and mindset around what you do, right? Like that's got to be first and foremost is just having that, that confidence within you that you have to cultivate. And we talk all the time about the importance of this, but it's worth saying every single time. It's worth that reminder. I know that it's easy to kind of get away from it. There have been times in my life that I'm like, I'm filled up. Like I've had enough personal development. Like I'm filled. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) I'm full. But then it's like, I notice that pretty soon everything else gets a little bit affected. And then as soon as I go back to having some kind of daily practice where I'm intentional and I'm engaged in where my focus should be, where I should be spending my time, what I should be doing. And that can even look like five or 10 minutes a day. Soon as I do that, it's amazing how quickly things, you know, shift and turn around and my overall well-being and results just start to skyrocket again and get back to, to the level that I'm used to. Right. If you're not taking conscious control of because because okay, so people, you know, we, we use this word beliefs a lot. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, I, I believe what I believe. Like I believe the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, you know, mm-hmm. like I believe these things, right? And then that's what I believe and I can't change it. But I want you guys to understand that so much of the most important stuff to us is taken on faith. So like, and and I don't necessarily even mean like religious faith at all. So for example, there's certain things where like science will tell you, okay, well, the sun's going to come up over there and it's going to go down over there and we get that and we get gravity, we get all these different things. Honestly, on a day-to-day basis, none of us really care about that. You care about things like, does my wife love me? Does my husband love me? Does my child love me? Am I doing something worthwhile? Am I good enough? And these are things that must be taken on faith. And so if you believe those things about yourself, that you are a good person, that you are here for a reason, that you're here to do something great, that you know other people have, have, have tried this before and succeeded. And so why can't you succeed too? These are all these sort of cornerstone foundational beliefs that all kind of layer on top of each other and support one another to allow you to do extraordinary things in the world. So that when you do encounter naysayers or you do encounter anything that challenges you, you are strong enough to deal with it in the moment and to go in and, and continue to execute your game plan instead of, oh, well, someone's you know, made a nasty comment on one of my ads and now I'm going to you know, cry, cry for the next four hours and like watch Netflix and eat ice cream or whatever it is, you know, you must build that internal armor against those things. And I would say, especially in the times where you feel, oh, I got this, especially in the times when you feel, oh, I am filled up because the next challenge is just right around the corner. (laughs) And you can either take those in stride because you've done the work and you're you're not going to let it shake your confidence. And so we talk about beliefs and really guys, a belief is just a thought that you think all the time. It's a, a thought that you certainty behind it. Like exactly. Have. Yes. It's a thought that you have. So it's like, it's like a groove on a record. 
where like you, you think the same way again and again and again and again and again until it becomes automatic. And once it becomes automatic, it's there for you even under stress. That's right. Even, and you, the other you know, thing about that, Russ, sorry to interrupt you, is that sure. once, you, once you have that filter, what happens is you start to collect references, stories, instances, reasons why this belief is true. And that's where it can start to get really, really exciting, but also really, really dangerous, you know, because you start to look, you, you're looking for evidence, right. right? Your belief is supported by evidence, you know? So if you think of your belief as a table, right? And then every time you're looking for that to be true, you collect evidence about why that's true. You know, like, well, this happened, so it's true, you know, and creating an online business is hard because my blog isn't working, right? Getting on uh, Facebook is really hard to understand because I did ads for 10 minutes and they didn't work. I'm really bad at copy because I put a post out there and nobody, nobody liked it. You know, so what happens is those are all evidence to support that, like, let's say being online is, is hard, right? So your beliefs are like your filters to the world, like a pair of sunglasses. So if you put on a pair of sunglasses with green lenses and you're looking through that, all you can see is green. And so that's when you start collecting the evidence. So it can go in either direction is why I'm inter- interjecting here is it can be really exciting if you're creating evidence and looking for things of how it's going to be working in your favor, or you're collecting evidence for a belief that completely doesn't support you. And neither one is really like the truth, but whatever way you're focusing at the direction is going to be how the world occurs to you. Right. And that's the key distinction right there, guys, is that all of these beliefs that we're talking about, they all become self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm. Every single one. If you believe that if you have this matrix of positive beliefs because you've done the work and you've nurtured those beliefs, the evidence to support those beliefs is going to show up again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Where you have to be a successful business owner, you have to be a successful coach or a successful attorney or a successful doctor in your mind first. Yeah. And then you gather references to support that belief. So it's nice and strong. But then what happens is other people just get sucked right into that reality. And in reality, your of, of what you call your life begins to shift so that, you know, in accordance with what you believe. And so the yeah. biggest mistake you can make, guys, is to think, well, when I'm making ten thousand dollars a month, I'll believe that I'm I'm running a good business. Or yeah, when, when I have the result, then I'll believe it's true. Right. But it's that's 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 ass backwards, right? (laughs) You have to create the belief first so that you have certainty internally. And then what happens is your life begins to conform in accordance with what you believe most deeply. And that really is a shift that when I got my head around that, it really began to blow my mind. Because the more I reinforced and created those beliefs for myself, the less I needed to lean on other people to create that for me. So when my business was first starting out, JJ, I don't even know if we've ever talked about this. Like every time something happened, I used to go right to Sarah and just be like, oh my God, so this thing happened and it's this crazy thing and da 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 And I would tell her about whatever challenges I was dealing with. And I would tell her looking for like certainty or like looking for reassurance. And the funny thing is, is, you know, as supportive as she, as she was, and she's incredibly supportive, she's like the best wife ever, but just talking about it and focusing on it would put me in a worse mood. Mm. And so eventually I started sort of tending to my own belief structure. And then I didn't really need to put my problems on her anymore. I could just deal with it internally and I would just tell her about the good things that were happening. So you you do become stronger as you begin to sort of cultivate like a daily routine where you're building a strong belief armor that you can carry with you everywhere you go. That's yeah. absolutely essential. Yeah. So I think that as always, it's your mindset around it first 
And then there is something to be said for the people in your life, right? Like, you know, there's your mindset. And then we all have this basic need to connect with other human beings, right? And that's never going to go away. That's Mm -hmm. something that is there. It's part of life. So one of the things that is necessary, I think, is you have to cultivate this environment of people around you that are going to support you in the direction that you're going to that you're going to go. So you have the types of people that are supportive no matter what, even if they don't understand you. Like your dad, right. you know, like like right. he's not going to understand it, but you just have these people that completely like just love you and want the best for you, right? You have those kind of people. And you have the kind of people that are always going to be in your life and maybe they're not supportive, but like you're not going to cut them off completely because like they're a family member, right? right. <laughs> so there's those kind of people. And then you have to have a third set of people that do understand the kind of business that you're in and might be in it with you and in the trenches with you that are going through it with you that you get to like kind of like share your wins and your right. not so wins. And you're both this group of people are growing with you. And then last, it's important to have people that are like, ahead of you, right? Yeah. Ahead of you in the game that know what's coming and that's going to call even more of you because they see what's next for you and they can help you and mentor you and support you. So it's like an intersection of journeys, guys. Like you're on your journey right now and you're probably surrounded by all these people that are on a totally different path and maybe even resent the path that you're on. So what do you do in that case? Well, you can either just become this hermit and go, oh, I'll, I'll make a bunch of money and I'll show them and blah, blah, blah. But that's extremely difficult to do because we need that connection. And if you're not getting it from the people in your life, then you need to get it somewhere else. And the best place to do that is to find people that are on the same journey as you. They value the same things. They want the same things. They believe the same things. And sure, maybe they're trying to create a totally different business than you're trying to create, but they get the fundamentals of of what it is you're trying to achieve. And just by surrounding yourself with those people, some incredible things happen. So first of all, they can hold you accountable, right? They can, you can, you can watch out for each other and keep each other on track. Second of all, like Jane was saying, you're going to go through life looking for references for these beliefs, right? So what better reference for this belief that it's possible than to watch other people doing it? Borrow someone else's. Right. Borrow someone else's. And then the third thing, if you really want to take it to the next level, is to work with people that aren't just on the same journey as you, but are like way ahead of you or even just a little bit ahead of you on the journey because they can turn around and say, well, this is the mistake that I made. So don't make that mistake. Here's this pitfall. Avoid that. Here's you know the shortcut that I found. Take that. You know, there's there's really there's two ways to learn, guys. You can either learn from your own mistakes, which sucks, or you can learn from other people's <laughs> mistakes, which is awesome. Because then you don't have to go through all the blood and sweat and tears that they went through. And so when we were creating our programs at Clients on Demand, and I was I was first putting this together, and you guys, you coaches and and doctors and therapists and everybody that are, that are sort of working with people one on one, you'll you'll understand what I'm about to say. My big fear was, well, wait a minute. I know that I can work with people one on one and create an incredible result for them. What happens if I start working with people in groups? Is that going to fall apart? Is that going to get polluted? Is you know Are the results going to start to suffer? And the incredible thing that happened was people actually started getting better outcomes from group programs than they did from one-on-one. And that used to blow my mind. Crazy. But, but once I started realizing some of the things that we're speaking about here, it made perfect sense. Because when you're in another group of people, there's this incredible group dynamic that happens where you're all celebrating for each other, you're pulling for each other, you're supporting each other. If somebody starts to like fall behind or someone starts to just say, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, like 20 other people can you know, pop up and say, no, 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 you got this. Da, 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 let's talk. Let's figure it out. And so 
it becomes this incredibly powerful dynamic where you 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 almost find a new family for yourself that understands you and gets you in a way that maybe the immediate family that you have right now just can't. They just can't get their head around it, even if they love you to death. Yeah, it's like the best friendships are usually made like under some kind of challenge or even duress, right? right? Like you go through boot camp with someone, like, and you have to solve some kind of big problem together. Like, chances are they're going to be your good friend. You've right. gone through something together. You've you've met the challenge and now you're on the other side of it. And doing a group program is very much like that. Like you're in the trenches together, like, and you're fighting your way out. And then you create these um, a- amazing people that turn into your friends, which is just such a great dynamic. And the other thing is, is sometimes those friends, those people that are in the trenches ask questions that you might not be thinking about asking or distinguish like, this is a challenge I'm having and please help me with it. And you're like, you listen to that and you're like, oh my gosh, that totally helped me too. And so there's this ability to learn through each other, which is really a neat experience and develop such great, great relationships that carry on even after that challenge has has been won. So if you're doing it alone, it's like you have all these things stacked against you. I mean, you have the fact that the closest people in your life probably aren't really going to get it. You're going to have people in your life that just resent your success. And so they begin to distance themselves. You're going to have people online who are just going to project all their BS onto you, even though it's got nothing to do with you. And then you've got this situation where you're trying to figure out all of these incredibly, incredibly difficult things to figure out without having anyone else to learn from. And so you're literally just like stumbling around in the dark with no emotional support, making mistake after mistake after mistake. And you could have avoided all of that stuff by just connecting with a group that will support you, that will understand you, and that has been already been where you're trying to get to. You know, where we can tell you, look, man, we were doing, if your goal is to get to 50K a month, I mean, we were there years and years ago. We know exactly what it takes to get there. If you're trying to get to 100K a month, again, we've been there for years. If you're trying to get to a million dollars a month, we haven't, we've only been there for about like six or seven months, but we know how to get there. Actually, more than that, seven or eight months, but we know how to get there. So it's like, why wouldn't you take advantage of something like that? where you can learn and benefit from all these other people's experience, but also from the incredible amount of emotional support and understanding that a good group of people can give you. Without like that, so you're just alone. Yeah. And it makes so, it makes it so much more fun, you know, to be able yeah. to have the people that you connect with. Like I love our team and you can create your own team, like whether it's the people that, that actually work with you on your business, but your team is just this people that you consistently surround yourself with. And it just makes doing what you do so much more fun if you're someone who likes to connect and you have those close relationships because that's who there is. Like who who else are you going to discuss it with? Like just the the types of conversations that you get to have are so high level and can really be in there and descriptive and mm-hmm. connecting and solving challenges and sharing all of that all happens when you can surround yourself with someone with with people that are up to the same things and goals in life that you are. Well, it's like, it's funny, man, because we all, we all, you know, fantasize about being these like entrepreneurs and coaches that are like an invincible, indestructible tower where it's like, I don't need anybody. I've got this. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to solve every problem. I'm going to fix every challenge. But it's like, first of all, no, you're not. 
And then, you know, and I had to learn that the hard way. And then number two, it just doesn't make sense to do it that way. It's just not necessary because you don't need to take the slings and arrows by yourself. You don't need to hit every challenge by yourself and step on every landmine before you figure out the right way to go. You can have other people that'll support you every single step of the way to get where you want to go. And it's like, if you're not taking advantage of that, it's, it's just like, why? So guys, look, we want to invite you to come and be a part of our tribe if that's something you're interested in. And if you want to be a part of that, then I'd like you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book a call to speak to our team. Because I think that, look, people talk a lot about the results they get. People talk a lot about how great the strategy is. But I swear the one thing we hear more than anything else is how much TLC they feel in our program. <laughs> and the, the, the lifelong friendships that are created. We, we're actually, <laughs> we're actually um, going to have our first COD baby actually <laughs> where two of the clients oh, that, I was like what what did you yeah, and what no 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 like two like yeah two yeah. of our clients actually met and fell in love in our program and now they're together and and they're going to have a baby like in a few months and it's That's like so our cute. first our first COD baby which is unbelievable um so guys like like come to clients on demand you'll find true love no but come you will find a group of people that are on the same path as you that have already made so many mistakes and already overcome so many challenges that it'll save you so much aggravation. And so look, nobody can make it easy, right? Building a great business is never going to be easy, but we can make it a hell of a lot simpler than it would be on your own. And we can shorten that learning curve like so dramatically where you'll make more progress in the next few weeks than you will in the next few years without our help. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Book a call to speak to us. We'll get on the phone for like an hour or so. You can tell us everything that's working, everything you're stuck on, everything that isn't working. And we'll just let you know what we can do to help you fix it. And if it's fit for us to work together, awesome. And if it isn't, believe me, we'll tell you that too. But either way, you're going to get tremendous value just out of the call. So if you've been feeling like a lone soldier, if you've been feeling like, oh man, nobody gets me, nobody understands me, just please understand there's this whole group of people that love you and that want to see you succeed more than anything else. And if you can put yourself in a situation where we can work together, we will absolutely be in your corner 1 million percent. And if you haven't had that in a long time, I think you're going to be stunned at how good it feels and how fast it accelerates your progress. It's really an amazing thing. All right, superstars, that's going to do it for us today. JJ, thank you so much. And uh, come book a call, guys. We'd love to talk to you. We'll see you on the next show. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with clients on demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.